Josh, welcome back to a, another episode of The Modern Game. I suppose the first question that we can answer is when prep. But in truth, we are not here to talk about when prem today. We are here to talk about the new capped modes, the 220s, the 240s, the 270s, and everything in between, and how we are going to approach them. Um, but first of all, how was your weekend? How are you looking? Is is the uh, the rewards fairy bringing you anything nice today? Yeah, I'm getting. How many am I getting? Uh, this, in fact, it's. I can tell you, it's the first time I've ever had the SO, the Sero Data. <clears throat> what a game week! When it says that, you know, have you seen that? When you look on your results and it says, I didn't know what it a changed. Game week. Yeah, it does. I don't know which number, but yeah, I'm getting five rewards this week, uh, which is good. And one from, yeah, super rare, three rares, and one one little limited because I played a little specialist limited this week. Um, huh. But yeah, I imagine yours will say, what a game week as well, mate. It does. It does say what a game go. week. Yeah. I've obviously not had a what a game week for a very long time. <laughs> and, I, and I couldn't actually tell you what the other message that I get on Sorry Data is. But I am I literally have the exact same set as you. I've got a tier two super rare coming in from Specialist. I've got three rares and I've got a limited. And... I, I also nice. got the last of Threshold as we know it. Oh, so, well you know, um, yeah, it should be a, hopefully a nice rewards day. I'm hoping to get within this little set, I'm hoping to get many options for capped. Um, yeah, I was thinking specifically about my um, my Super Air. I was like, oh, I want a nice little capped option, you know? Yeah. That'd be lovely. I think um, there's one, I'm like, I'm ninth uh, in Challenger Super Air and Tier two supers pay down to eleventh, and they start from fourth. So there's like a, a bit of a window there. But um, the one that's like two thirds of the way down the pool that I want is Aaron Moy, because uh, I could use some Celtic super Ooh. midfield backup. But yeah, he's snuck in there like two thirds of the way down the super the the uh, super tier two pool. So yeah. that'd be the one I'd pick if I could. But you know, oh, we'll uh, see. Absolutely. I mean, I was I'm going to be honest. I was having a look. So I came. I think it was I, I got opted down here. So I was tenth in specialist super rare, um, which again is sort of like middle to lower end of the tier um, tier two. I was having look. There's some quite nice cards in there. Um, you know, a few MLS cards. Um, you know, one that stood out for me was Steph Peters. He's always a a useful card to have in Belgium. So yeah, there was a few that. I would be very happy, you know. For me, like tier two, anything that plays, I'm yeah, I'm happy with. Um, yeah, but yeah, absolutely. I am, I am quite excited. Um, but yeah, I mean, I, I actually, so I've, I've gone in straight up. You know, we are now recording this as the game week has locked. Um, yep. Game week three forty two. I've I've got a couple of spe- I've got a couple of cap nodes straight in, Josh. I'm not waiting to the weekend. Well I'm straight in. I'm testing. Um, but what has really fascinated me is the choice because you know I, I know um, Laird and PSU talked about it on the strategy show last night, but we're used to playing as many divisions as we can yeah there are suddenly a lot of divisions and there are very few managers on the platform that are going to be able to play anywhere near all of them which is going to force a choice like you know you are going to be limited by the amount of goalkeepers that you have um what i think is fascinating is that you know you in capped mode 220 you can use a single player from the scarcity below and they will be scored Yep. But as you go up to the cap 240, which is your threshold, and the cap 270, you have to use goalkeepers or you know every five cards have to be of the same scarcity. So there's going to be a real bottleneck on goalkeepers. And what I found fascinating is looking at midweek, and don't get me wrong, I appreciate that it's an odd midweek. We've got, you know, SPL, Turkey, France, you know, there's this it's not the full set. Yeah. If we look at rare level. There are more than four times the amount of entries in capped 240 <coughs> than there are in capped 270. Yes. And cap right. 270, like let me just let me just pull this up for a minute. Let's just go for the live one. Um 
If we go to cap 270 and we look at the prize pool, first gets a star rare and a tier two super rare. Uh, second gets a star rare and a tier three super rare. And then it pays T1s to ninth, it pays T2s to 44th, tier threes to 114. Um, but there's actually only a thousand people that have entered that one. And there's close to 5,000 in uh, cap 240, which, again, has decent prizes, obviously has the threshold. But the threshold, I think, is really, really influencing people's decision to want to go in at 240, whereas I was looking at it, and for me, the cards that I had, it made sense to go for 270. There's also some, for a midweek, there's some pretty tasty prizes in 270, and people seem to just be, you know, completely overlooking that. And I... I'd love to get your thoughts on it because I love the, you know, sort of psychology behind decision-making. And I was thinking about this coming into game week because like straight away I was like, oh, I want to check like where are people playing their cards when given that choice of A or B. I'm honestly now, and, you know, I was talking about it in Discord earlier. For me, capped mode 270 becomes a priority over all-star rare unless I have like a team that week that is like absolute smashers. But then for me... If I've got absolute smasher rares, I'm going to want to play them in All-Star Rare Pro or America Rare Pro. So I just feel like there's been a real fundamental shift in how I look at what are my most important lineups. Like, I really want to go for the Super Rare um, super rare Cap 240 and aim for the threshold because I just think I've got some cards that, that fit that. But oh, yeah. as time goes on, it might be that those cards graduate i can't get a decent lineup in under 240 points i look at 270 but honestly for me looking at rare right now particularly this coming weekend i really like the odds if, if the ratios stay the same and I'll, I'll, i might have to leave this podcast i'm just going to keep this a couple of days josh we're going to put this out after the weekend deadline <laughs> um, <laughs> but no honestly like looking at it i think the the entries in like people seem to be prioritizing 240 over 270. And I think that while we have this sort of competition discovery phase where people decide where they're putting what, I think there's going to be some real opportunities to win prizes and potentially softer competition. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd love to get your thoughts on that. That's just sort of observation, your thoughts and, and sort of how you're thinking of prioritizing with the gallery that you've got. Yeah, I'd completely forgotten about the Super Air Threshold. I was looking at the weekend being like, uh, I'm just going to roll my lineup in Cap 270 because hardly anyone seems to be playing there. Because there's like 12... I know we're obviously like an hour after the, <laughs> the game week's open, so there's not going to be lots of lineups submitted. But there's like 12 lineups submitted so far in comparison to 70 in Cap 240 Super Air. Um And I've got like... I've got a decent lineup. I've got uh, the... Um, FC Twente defensive stack against Groningen, so understall and proper. I've got Divine Wrench as my extra, Robert Lubicic in midfield, and Luke De Jong up front. Um, and so, like, so I'm quite happy playing that in cap 270. I think it comes in at like 257 or something as as the, the cap score. Um, listeners will have to excuse me today. I have got a bit of a cold. Um, excuse me. So, so yeah, and I've just had a look. I can actually swap. Um, if I swapped proper out for Valchi, I could run it in 240 and try and chase that threshold. But to be honest, I think I might just keep it in cap 270 because the you get tier one supers down to fourth, and there's obviously podium uniques up for grabs. And I like uniques, I like chasing uniques, they're always good fun, even if I get a rubbish one, I'm still quite happy. Um, but yeah, in terms of your thoughts, I think what my read on it is that if you don't have absolute smasher cards, playing Cap 270 is better than playing All-Star Rare because you can't come up against... Like, the chance of you coming up against Kimmich or, like, you know, etc., who, you know, some whales will play in All-Star Rare is very, very slim because, obviously, they've got such high L15. So if you've got a team which fits under the 270 cap, I, I do feel you're a detriment playing that in All-Star Rare over the rest of the competition. And actually playing it in Cap 270, where you you know you feasibly can't come up against too many of the, you know the elite cards, um, then I think that's that's a much better play essentially. 
than um yeah. than sticking that in in All Star Rare. Um, obviously, you know All Star Rare, you are you still do you have better rewards. You know, it's it's going to be better. Um, you know, you've got Star Rares down to fifteenth in All Star Rare. Whereas at Cap 270, you've only got Star Rares down to sixth. So, you know, it's good. the prizes in All-Star Rares seem to be better, although obviously you don't get the Super Rare prizes. You do get an ETH podium, um, which I'd, I'd prefer to have over the Super Rare prizes, I think. Um, so, yeah, so I think the prize pool in All-Star is a little bit better. And if you have elite cards, then you should obviously still be playing them in the All-Star competitions, obviously starting with Pro first and then, and then All-Star Rare. But if you don't, if you have a team that fits in that All-Star, you, you know, um, in that Cap 270 mode, or and it's like a choice between either or playing all star or cap two seventy. I think definitely the better choice is to play cap two seventy. Um, mm. And you know, if you hit big, then you're likely to score well anyway. Um, versus if you hit big with like a team with an L fifteen average two seventy, you know, say everything goes great and you score four hundred and twenty five points in all star rare, that's probably you know high tier one. Maybe you squeak a star with that kind of score. But really, when you look at previous results you're probably needing sort of 440 450 upwards to to get like a star or a podium in that sort of region um, you have to fact check me on that but i'm pretty sure i'm correct um whereas in cap 270 i imagine you're 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 up there right you're probably podiuming maybe when oh, you're yeah i think if you of... if you go 400 plus in cap 270 i think you can you can feasibly expect to be amongst it um i think this is what this is what fascinates me about these changes is every decision now feels more relative to your <clears throat> gallery as opposed to like historically under the old format I could tell you like this last weekend right I had planned my team for all-star rare pro for the return of Argentina about eight weeks out <laughs> like I knew what I was playing where every single weekend because, you know, All-Star Rare Pro was, you know, and don't get me wrong, still is the best, um, in my opinion, best um, division on the platform. However, now, particularly with the changes in prize allocation, where suddenly, you know, your super rare divisions have got a bit of a boost, you've now got these choice of three capped modes as to where you can play your super rares. You've got the choice of capped modes in rares, Suddenly, it's not as cut and dry to be able to say, this is the best competition. This is the best place to play your cards because it's all going to depend on form. It's going to depend on fixtures. It's going to depend on the L15. And I actually think it makes it really exciting. Like, I am, um, like, I could, you know, most of my lineups for the last couple of weeks just have been pretty similar. I might sub a player out in here and there, but I kind of roughly knew who I was playing where and in what divisions. Whereas now I feel I'm going into this weekend thinking, oh, I've got some decisions to make here. And I think that, that that makes it quite exciting because, you know, someone else with a different gallery would look at the, the competitions and, and choose to prioritize them differently. Um, and I think that, that that adds a really, really exciting strategy element, particularly if we're seeing that, you know, people just default go into 240 because there is threshold and yeah. actually overlook the potential of competing in 270 versus, you know, maybe Challenger Rare. Like, I, I'm going to sacrifice, like, maybe Challenger Rare or All-Star Rare this week to play 270. Like, that decision I have made, um, I just want to see, like, actually when I lay the lineups down, like, what it, look, what it looks like. Because um, I've got a few cards, I think, that could actually be... <laughs> really really useful in that division yeah nice I, yeah i i am not going to play the rare 270 this week actually because my i don't think my challenger rare fits under the 270 no it definitely doesn't 60 60 60 50, yeah so i'm probably just a bit over so i'll play and again like i still do feel like the best the better rewards are in challenger rare stars down to 10th Cap 270 has stars down to sixth. Obviously, there are super rare prizes, but again, sort of compensating in Challenger Rare with the ETH, for, the, the ETH prize pool for the podium. Yeah. Um, so I think I'll still play like my best rare team in Challenger Rare and not in 270. And like I say, I don't think it fits inside 270 anyway. Mm -hmm. 
So what you're saying is you've got better cards than me, Josh. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> um, no, I think the dynamic for me will change a lot when, um, you know, as as America <clears throat> and and Asia come back fully yeah. online. Yeah, and the same uh, for me with Austria and Russia. You know, when when I get those guys, but I'm not actually sure how many goalkeepers I'm going to have extra. I think that's this is the main thing for me as well, Texas. I like if I had more goalkeepers, I probably would run a cap. 270 because I've got the outfielders. Mm. But um so, so when seven Austria... seven super rares in capped rare 270 this week. Top yeah. six pay star rares and a tier two or a tier three super rare. Like that that feels really good. And at the moment, if we look at the ratios, I know again it's obviously early days, but 1,100 managers in cap 240, 250 managers in cap 270. Yeah. And there's total of prizes paid down to 326. Yeah. Do you feel like, I feel like, um, you know, when, when did they last, when they introduced like uh, the kickoff tournaments hmm. and people that actually prioritized them did really well. I remember the unique kickoff, you could play with a unique and like four limiteds and obviously it's unique. So the, mm -hmm. the barrier to entry was quite high, but I remember people prioritized those. They gave out star rares in that prize pool and um, you didn't actually need that big a score. And then obviously the, the biggest one was when they first introduced underdog rare, wasn't it? And that was giving out star rares mm -hmm. and Tembrilik, one of your um, discord members won it and won Cameron Carter Vickers with a score mm -hmm. that, and we're out of like, and there was like 2,000 entrants in Underdog. And then the next week, there was 10,000 entrants in Underdog because people yeah. realized that you could win, you know, that, that was yeah. the way. So I always think when they introduce these new prize pools, there's always like a delayed, like people are still wondering what to do and where's best to play, et cetera. And mm. if you can really pinpoint that accurately initially, or even like, even not even pinpoint where's best to play, just pinpoint where lots of other people aren't playing, you yeah. can get like an edge on, on, uh, yeah, on the rest of the competition and potentially win like a soft week. And I yeah. feel like this weekend coming, the 270 cap competitions are going to be the ones mm. that are going to be the soft tournaments. And, you know, you could potentially get some... Like, it wouldn't surprise me if the score that wins cap 270 rare this week is less than the score that wins cap 240. Yeah. Yeah, uh, they could, like, they, it's going to be some wild stuff like that, right? As people discover yeah. where they want to play their cards. Because I, I just, remember that yeah. there was a time um, I won the under 23 specialist with a really soft right. score and I won Pedri. But that week, I remember it was really odd because Sarah didn't actually advertise the prize pool. You, yeah. you could only see it in medium. You couldn't see it in the Sarah lineup um, <coughs> selection area. So I think everyone just looked at it and went, eh, there's no prizes on this and just like skip by. And I was like, oh no, I read the medium and there's star, there's star, um, you know, star cards up for grabs. Um, you know, put my line up there, ended up winning it. But I'll admit, it was a really soft week. So I love this changeover period where we have new competitions entered because I think, you know, like you said, some people are just going to default pick 240 because that's where Threshold is. That was the yep. first one that was advertised. And then suddenly we had this like 220 and 270 added in and people I don't think has, have had as long to process that or think about it and decide what they want to do. Whereas I think for me, just looking at the ratios now, and looking at the ratios of entrants, you know, unless this pod gets listened to by a hundred thousand people before the weekend, um, which I don't think it's going to be. Um, but our, you know, our, our three hundred loyal managers are all going to follow us into, uh, <laughs> all going to follow us into two seventy, and maybe we'll all win. Um, but I think, um, yeah, I just think that this is going to be fascinating this weekend. And you know, imagine, imagine you get a podium in Cap yeah. two seventy. You know, particularly for guys like with galleries like ours, imagine if you pull down a star rare and a tier two super rare for finishing on the podium in Cap 270. Yeah. That strengthens, you know, probably all star rare pro lineups that would strengthen um, your capped 240 super rare. Like it, it really is like, I do think that they've baked a lot of progression into this the way that they have reallocated the award, uh, the rewards. So. Yeah, no, I definitely agree. I was just I was looking again at my goalkeepers. I actually got so I've got Super Air Schlager to come back when Austria comes back, and that's in that's on the seventeenth of February. Mm. So that's well, not this weekend, not next weekend, but all after. So that's not that long. 
And then when Russia comes back, I've hopefully got Zhenaev rare and Supra with nail 15 of 31. So that is a uh, that's really nice. And then when um, Norway comes back, I've got Andre Hansen on nail 15 30, 31 and Rune Jarstein, who's training with Odd this week. So if he signs for old, he's got an L15 of zero. So that would be not until April, but still, like those are some really nice goalkeeping options to come back, which I'm quite excited for as well. Oh, um, that was who was in actually when we were talking about the star super rare pool for tier two. Andre Hansen was sat right at the right at the bottom end of the tier two pool. Uh, and I was thinking, I would love another goalkeeper. Like if yeah, I nice. if I win, regardless of what tiers they are, if I win a goalkeeper today, I'm gonna be absolutely ecstatic based on this exact conversation we're having around like we might need another goalkeeper. As long um, as it's not Joe Lewis. <laughs> wow, as long as it's not Joe Lewis. Uh, <laughs> the the price curve of Joe Lewis oh, is crazy. one of the most wild ups and downs I've seen. Uh, just fascinating. It really is. Like it's gone, like it, it looks like the, the edge of a saw blade. <laughs> like it's yeah. up and down and up and down and up and down and up and down. And like even <laughs> I just is funny because like I think yesterday morning I commented on Twitter being like, oh lol, imagine if they they sign another goalkeeper. And then about four hours later, the Jay Gorton news breaks. And yeah. it was funny because some people commented on my post being like, oh, stop winding us up, Techers, like giving me stick. And they'd obviously hadn't seen the Gorton news that had come out after that. I think um, Mark Lele was one. He was like, oh, don't joke about this kind of thing, Techers. And then someone else wrote underneath being like, yeah, you might want to check the news on that one. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. it was also funny as well because someone came in quite hot um, on response to my my uh, my tweet saying it wasn't Joe Lewis's fault; it was the fault of the defenders. Da 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 da. da. Um, coincidentally, they did have a, a Joe Lewis or two on sale, so <laughs> I always do enjoy that when you. Well, you know, exactly. I've got no skin in the Joe Lewis game. I just. You know, whenever new managers come in, there's always a, you know, it's always a fear of change, right? You know, we got, yeah. you know, I got done by change of manager at Anderlecht and, and Van Kronbrugger finding his way to the bench. So, you know, it, it, it happens a lot and it just felt like, you know, anyone who, who it goes back to back in their Soros score is, is single digits probably didn't have the best of games. I have, I have no intention of watching many SDR games, but I think I could I could get a good indication from the score that, that things weren't weren't looking too secure for for Jay. Yeah, I do I won a rare, so I did keep him because I was gonna play him and then obviously the Gorton news came. Well actually I didn't keep him because I was play him. I kept him because I was like if this guy is gonna start for the next six weeks, I'm not selling him at point one. Like that just seems crazy. But now yeah. he's like value is at 0.03 so maybe point one was a good out but there you go um it might keep you know keep backup goalkeepers right you never know yeah and you know how old is he now he's old isn't he 35 jesus yeah i was thinking maybe he gets like a transfer to the championship or something but that seems very 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 unlikely but anyway you know at least as a training oh we don't need training goalkeepers anymore (laughs) (laughs) yeah i was gonna say talking of the championship i'm i'm here Constantly refreshing Twitter today, hoping that Etienne Green gets a move. Yeah, um, I've oh, got a lot of goalkeepers in the graveyard at the moment, and I'm hoping that a well, few of I've them. I've had a resurgence. Slide. One goalkeeper I hadn't factored in was Nico Mantle because he's gone to. I've actually I've got loads of under twenty threes that have suddenly come out that would work with Verbruggen, Mantle, and Gorta. Mm. Um, yeah, the only goalkeeper play that hasn't paid off for me, I think, is is the. The biggest one, which was obviously Livakovic and Neverstitch. Mm. Um, so, Hasn't paid yeah. off for you yet. Well, he's not going anywhere right now, is he? There's still chance. <clears throat> Premier League side coming in for him. I coming don't... in hot last minute, like like Everton and Southampton have done to my poor Camaldine Suleimana. <laughs> um, the highs and lows on that one. Seeing, uh, seeing Rick tweet that PSV had made a bid. Yeah. And then they got gazumped by... You know, bang average Premier League sides. Um, I just don't understand. Like he's got a release clause of ten million euro. Like he's just surely someone just pays that. Yeah, but no, what's apparently baffling, not. What's baffling is uh, 
Forrest, who seemed to love a signing, linked to Kayla Navas. Yeah, see, like, the, the Forest clearly, fans are saying they should buy Livakovic, and I'm all well, for that. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna be honest. Like, how like, did did Forest scouts not watch the World Cup? <laughs> <laughs> like, they're like, yeah, there was a goalkeeper at the World Cup that did really, really well. Can you remember his name? Yeah, no, he's really cheap. We can get him at a really good price. Yeah, do you know what his name was? Yeah, I think, um, I think it was Navas. He had a really, really good game in the semi-final. Oh dear. Yeah, yeah, that one's that. Like Navas just looks spent. Like I don't, yeah. I don't get why you think you know that that Navas is going to be the the goalkeeper that keeps them in the Premier League. Um, spoiler, he's not. <laughs> um, Livakovic would have been it, you know. Yeah, I, yeah, I don't get it. Mm-hmm. That would have opened up Neverstitch, but you know, we'll we'll uh, we'll roll with that one. But if anyone's going to go last minute. Then you'd imagine that that Zagreb would be happy to sell, knowing that they have Neverstitch. Yeah, and that's basically Kakic has said like nobody's leaving apart from mm-hmm. Dominic Livakovic if someone pays the release clause. Because um, oh, and uh, Lauritsen has left. Lauritsen's gone to some Danish team, I think. Bromby, I believe. So that's a nice move for him. I have a rare. Um, I don't know when they start playing again. When, does anyone know when they stop playing again? Bronby. I'm sure they're covered. They must be the Danish league or something. Uh, I do. Give me a second. I can pull up my calendar because I'm pretty sure I've got the Danish league in there because I'm waiting for that glorious Nico Mantle zero point cap hit. Yes. Um, talking of that, what's um, what's Gorta's L50? Gorta's got to be on zero as well, isn't he? Yeah, he's zero. Okay. So maybe you should be going for, you know, Gortis, your capped capped my goalkeeper this weekend for sure, right? Yeah, he'll still be zero. Two twenty because, actually, because they won't have. Will you, will you put him cap two twenty? Because you can play the rare in super rare cap two twenty if you want to. Oh, there we go. Now we're opening up some choice for you. Don't waste him in in rare cap two twenty. Uh, but I haven't got a um. I've only got one super rare forward, which I'm using super rare cap two seventy. It's now a good time to offer you a loan, or are we not on that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that good, I will. Um, um, Dan- Danish Super League. Uh, the Danish Super League is back in game week 347, which is between the 17th and the 21st yes. of February. So same as Austria. Okay, perfect. A week after Austria, by the looks of it. Oh, is it? Oh, yeah, I'm back next weekend. Uh, that's what I've got. I need to double check that it's the most up to date, but I've got Austria playing up to, on game week three forty five in my mega mega calendar. Oh yes, please. Um, yeah, that would be superb because that's going to be delightful. Um, I'm really really looking forward to that week. I was thinking about buying up a bunch of DNP players that will start like Mantle, like um, Joe Paolo, because of how Joe Lewis's price responded when he added L15 of two. Um, but the one thing that, that I do worry about is that in the draft modes, so rare have a minimum 40-point hit. Yeah. And I, I, I do worry that they might just introduce that to... Um, the cap Stop modes. the cheat code sorts of things. Yeah, I would be really annoyed if they did it. I wouldn't rule it out. And that's the only thing that stopped me from literally sweeping up like 10 Nico Mantles, sitting on them for two weeks and then relisting them on the day. Yeah. And people are like, oh, he's zero. Oh. Um, because I did find it fascinating how much people were willing to pay for Joe Lewis to win a $5 threshold. I was like, I feel your calculations are maybe a little bit off here, lads, because I'm not sure what the resale on old Joey's going to be even before there was, you know, another goalkeeper linked. It just felt like people were willing. People got so excited and there was so much FOMO around getting someone that would play with such a low cap score hit that his price just went crazy really quickly and limited. And I'm like, guys, you... I mean, I suppose you're playing for actually, you know, they want to win stars, they want to win cards up there. But 
it did feel that there was a very rapid escalation on his demand and his price as a result. And I feel like a smart trading strategy should so retro not change the rules of engagement would be to just patiently sit on a couple of low cap score guys and wait for the week yeah. that they play. Yeah, definitely. I think that's a good show. I think the issue I've had Texas that I've got like some guys with L15s of zero, but then I don't have like excess good enough cards to play them with where I actually get anywhere near the cap score anyway. Mm. Like in my cap 220, I've got Gorter in there, but I've still got like, and then up four of the guys that are all going to play. Mm. But um, I've still got 34 excess points. I'm making like a cap 186. Yeah. Um, Which just seems like a big waste, right? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. What can so, you win? Hang on a second. What can you win in capped 220 super rare where you could feasibly play a rare goalkeeper? Tier um, 2 super rares at best. Yeah, your, your upside there is tier 2 super rares. So top 6 get a tier 2 super rare. 7th through to 35th get a tier 3 super rare. Yeah, so it's not great. But what is? Here's a question for you. Oh, no, it's not there yet. I wanted to have a look at the pools. I wanted to see... They haven't generated them yet. That's a shame. I want you to see who was there. Well, we could look for midweek, can't we? You could you could win tier one rares in cap two twenty rare. So I think cap two twenty rare is better than cap two twenty super rare. So hang on, let's have a quick look at the cap two seventy midweek. What are the super rares that you can win in capped? So oof, Mark Bartra and Leonardo Sigali. Uh, yeah, it's, it's I feel a... like the tier twos can always be like useful. Mm. Like, I never like Bartra's got an L fifteen or fifty eight. Jesus, yeah. um, like I never feel like the tier. And he scored a hundred, not last game, but the one before. I never. I feel like the, when I've got a tier two, I'm like, okay, this could actually be something so mm. usable. Uh, when I get a tier three, I'm like, this is just going to be utter dross. Marco Grohl. That wouldn't that would yeah, be a tasty super rare to have. Yeah, I was if I wasn't gonna get Aaron Moy, I hoped I could get Marco Grill out of the uh mm. out of my pool today. Salazar as well, a Fenerbahce. He, I don't know what his scores like recently, but I remember him being good before. Yeah, not been great. He's been playing left back, yeah. I think. Uh yeah, there's a few goalkeepers in here as well. Andre Hansen's one. Um there's David Jensen who's playing in um in Turkey now. Like I, I'm, I would be quite happy playing for for tier two supers. Oh, Yusef and Nesri of Sevilla. That would be a that would be a pull. Wow. He's been injured for a while and he just come back. Um, <clears throat> one you don't want to pull, uh, York Cyber Handle. He's he's sat in there lurking. Um, yeah. Or maybe we do. Do you think he's still going to play? He's, he's gonna... not going to play. He's not going to play. But he is going to no, but... transfer to Reed at the end of the season. Oh, okay. I was going to say, like, does he have another, like, more yeah. time left of his career? He's not going to retire yeah, or go I... to the second division. Uh, as, um, <laughs> Don't boy... remind me. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah, I think um, I think Seaman Handel's going to transfer to Reed at the end of the season. But I'm not 100% sure that's not confirmed. Mm. Yeah, yeah. This, I mean, yeah, you're right. Like, if you look at the T, so then that's just sort of tier twos. If we go to capped rare and look at what's in your T ones, oh, there's 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 prem cards in here. Yeah, Saliba, Muslera, Loris. Oh, Saliba would be nice for a tier one. Yeah, I mean, yeah. There's Hans Vanneken, um, Florentina, Luis, like. Actually, yeah, your 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 tier one res is is definitely a, a there's there's some quality in in that pool. Um, maybe there we go. Maybe it is two twenty cap two twenty rare does make sense for you. But then it does feel like if you go that with a zero point hit, it does feel like you're either wasting a load of cap space or yes. you are pulling in your absolute best rares. Well, this is what I'm just a division. At. Where you've got an upside of a tier, a one, tier one, whereas actually, <laughs> you know, your challenger side is a lot stronger than mine. It feels like more sense to go for a star in challenger rather than, than that. Yeah. So how much? So you can get so two twenty, so one ten. So you can get have fifty five for the other four positions, right? On average. So I'm just looking. I yeah. could move my 
cap 240 lineup into cap 220 and just change and obviously just keep watering goal. <clears throat> but like, my cap 240 lineup's right on the cap. It's like two, three, one actually is the the cap here. So it's Minule, mm. Windau, Bochkai, Ademi, and Burak Yilmaz. Burak That's Yilmaz, the... what a guy, by the way. He just can't stop scoring. He just gets DAs every game at the minute. In cap 240. You could win star, star rares. rares, yeah. And like you know, if you hit podium in any of these cap modes, you're, you're you know, two forties and two seventies. You're it's a good week. Like, yeah. <sighs> Maybe you need to play Gorta in cap two forty and and upgrade and upgrade a few take, of the other points. Take Botch guy out because not hundred percent sure he plays. That yeah. Work. Let's see what this does for me. So Gorta, I, I mean, I love we're talking about Gorta. Who have Aberdeen got? Motherwell at home. You don't need to look, Josh. It's just zero <laughs> points. You know? if, if he doesn't beat his cap, then something's gone horribly wrong. You know, even Joe Lewis managed a three. You know. Yeah. So I could literally bring in my best L fifteen, which is Carl Starfelt, which obviously I wouldn't do that because he's playing in Charger Rare. Um, wow. Yeah, I could actually make a ridiculous cap two forty side here if I play Jay Gorter in goal. What's the choice you're looking at? So when we realise that Aberdeen are playing Celtic away. Um, no, so they've they've got... Oh, St. Mirren! Motherwell. Oh. They've got Motherwell at home the weekend. They've got St. Oh, Mirren. Oh, yeah, sorry. St. Mirren's midweek, yeah. So I could play Jay Gorter in goal in cap 240, Jurian Timber, Philip Krivinovich, Karl Starfelt and Marco Levaya, which And that gives me another... That's 2-3-1 on the cap. Um that feels like guaranteed threshold there, Josh. <laughs> yeah. I mean, but then obviously that sort of ruins Challenger Rare. I basically just need to buy more cards, I think, is the is the answer, yeah. Techers. More good cards. I mean, I already know I need more goalkeepers. You know, I'm yeah. going to have to get straight out to the market for that. See, I, I've just got... I've got a lot of bad cards. I'll be honest. I've been I've been hoovering up T two and T three prizes for a long time. Yeah. <laughs> I've got I've got a lot of trash in my gallery that's that's ready to be a facilitator in one of these cap modes. Um, I have been, to be fair, over the last month or so, I've been buying cards with this in mind, like you know, situational players. Like I really jumped in on on Jose Paradella of River, who already has has contributed because he was in my specialist last week and he uh, oh, nice. he helped he helped win but um yeah i got a couple of players there and also even some of my recent rewards so like andre Kramaric is sitting with you know 43 point l15 average and they're um they're playing bottom this weekend which feels like a, a decent wow. fixture a good chance for him to score so yeah i'm just i'm honestly i'm really really looking forward to just sort of trawling through a bunch of the cards that I wouldn't normally play but could have a lot of use as these these facilitators um so it's the question here I mean I've done it in midweek just because I had uh, I had Conor McGregor and you know seeing uh, Celtic home tie against Livingston um was was just too too uh, juicy to pass up but you know, for the current week, I have actually put in a, a limited cap 270. Um, wow. So I've gone oh, so for... So okay, nice. Yeah. I've gone for a Konya Spore defensive stack um, because they are playing Istanbul score, Istanbul Spore, who've like barely scored all season. I've gone for Sehic and Calvo. I've right. then gone for uh, McGregor and Furuhashi. And then I got Petri as well, who was just there and sort of, you know, in my team hit hit the cap. Um, but it just felt like I had a couple of cards with good spots this week. So I was like, okay, I'm gonna go and I'm gonna go and grab the the Konya Sport boys because like that literally got me in dead on cap. That was 270 points. Um, and it just felt like that combination of players. Like Petri's not got the easiest of games, but I just, you know, he he fit. I wasn't going to go out and buy too many cards. I just, you know, the, the Konya Sport boys you could get for quite cheap. But um yeah, I mean that like what are we playing for here? Like, you know, top 14 win a star limited. Yeah. Like that that feels 
that feels pretty pretty decent. But so what I was leading into is I didn't intend to prioritize limited capped modes, um, but <coughs> maybe now I will I will keep a few and and play tactically. But you know what. What, what's your sort of thoughts on scarcities? Like, what sort of cap modes are you looking at yourself? Yeah, I'm not also not really focusing on the limited ones. Um, I do actually have a lineup this week in cap 270 just because it's sort of rolled over from my specialist lineup last week that I played. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's just David Marshall, Emma Dilava, Dino Peric, Mio Cactus, and Anna Valencia, which I'm running in cap 270 because it doesn't fit in the 240 cap. Just, mm. I think. Yeah. Uh, what have we got? So, yeah, L15 of 255. Um, but, yeah, uh, basically, and I was, I feel like with these new cap modes, I actually feel like the higher up you are, the better. So, I was having, like, a reasonable debate with myself this morning of, like, just selling all my rares and buying uniques and super rares and just, like, going completely mental. Um, that just sounds completely mental yeah and i've decided that i'm not going to do it because i'm crazy <laughs> i don't have the I don't have the cojones to do it but um i do feel like that's where like your your best opportunity to win is like if the higher you can get you know these unique cap modes yeah um and like if i bought say nine uniques obviously i probably wouldn't be able to get nine uniques but if i bought less than 10 uniques i can earn to unique kickoff and though you know these sorts of tournaments as well which mm. I think, which I think also is cool. So yeah, so I think like the the best. I think like the higher you can get, the better, basically. Mm. And obviously, like I'm not going to do what I said, but I don't feel like it's as terrible. Anymore. What I think would be fascinating about unique accessibility is, in theory, a greater spread of managers will be winning uniques yeah. as a result of these new game modes. So suddenly it's not, I've got to go in at auction or try and grab a unique from someone that's very, very established. You might have the opportunity to negotiate fair rates with someone that's maybe won it and doesn't intend to play in unique kickoff, for example. Yeah, like I think that'll be that'll be quite interesting in terms of the, the sort of market dynamics of who wins the uniques. Um, let me have a look. I want to see actually what's up. Um, There's no actually what? prize pool up for you, like the cap unique divs at the minute. Uh, I'm looking. What's? Oh my goodness! Thomas Muller is in is in the capped unique pool. He's not been I'm great looking, recently, has he? He hasn't, no, but I feel like he's been he's been injured for a while. Yeah. Um oh Calamendo of Ren. Hang on, let me just double check. So what can we win? If we're this weekend, if we were to play a capped super rare, what's the highest tier that we can win? Oh, of? that's a good idea. Tier two, right? <laughs> Cap two seventy super rare, tier two unique for tier coming two. first. There's okay. no cards available, unfortunately. In and two forty gives you a tier three. Yeah. Okay. So if we look at the midweek prize pool, oh, yeah, um, cool. they've got uniques at tier one shown. Um, uniques they've got in tier two. Uh, Horovsky. Imagine if I win Horovsky again. <laughs> <laughs> Only two uniques have ever won exactly the same guy. Uh, Gus Till. Who else is in here? I'm going to be honest, I do not recognize a lot. Oh, William of Fulham is a tier two unique. Isn't he having quite a good season? Yeah, he's doing okay he's... crossing to Alexander Mitrovic. I know he's old, but he. Um... I'll tell you who else oh, is old and in the Alexander tier two unique. Prast. I wouldn't mind winning a Prash unique. That would well, be that useful. would be nice. Sergio Ramos is in there, Tex. Oof, nice. <laughs> When's he going to Saudi? Yeah. When's Saudi going to be covered? Um, Wout Faze of Leicester. He'll be good in the championship next season. There's some really nice um, H&L cards in this Tier 2 unique pool. Yeah, there really is. Uh, Teller. Hoxer, Mio, of... Mio Coctus. Hmm. 
Yeah, I just, mean, to be honest, that's absolutely I loads. I wouldn't mind. Yeah, it's a huge pool, isn't it? I mean, doubt yeah, you actually really get is. one of the good ones. Like Ivan Perisic is in there. Is in there as well. Who's right at the bottom? Uh... Miguel Arojo from Evan. Yeah. I mean, basically, these would all be absolutely ideal for for unique kickoff because I can yeah. guarantee you they have an average under under fifty five. <laughs> Um, but yeah, there's there's some there's some fairly useful cards. I mean, someone like Andrew Farrell, right? New England Revolution. He's literally right at the bottom of the T two unique pool. Like he'd have a bit of use in the weeks that that New England are playing at home. He'd be um he'd be quite decent actually. Who else have we got here? I'm going to be honest. I I thought I had pretty decent football knowledge, but. <laughs> Recognize about twenty percent of the names here. Uh, Coletta Carr is he playing for Southampton? He is playing for Southampton. Yeah, I feel there's a few players here that have been put into the pools because they were auctioned previously. Right, <laughs> but yeah. So rarely use their <laughs> old prices. Like I saw Casemiro. Like I'm, I'm in the mix for a T1 rare this week, and Casemiro is like right at the bottom of the T1 rare pool for All-Star. Like, but he's he seems to be having quite a good season with Line United. I don't know how much he's going to sell for, but I feel like if I get a Casemiro as a T1, I'd probably be pretty happy. Yeah. To be honest, if I get any Premier League card this week, I'll be happy because I'll probably be immediately selling it for a fairly decent yeah. price. Um, yeah, okay, cool. This is not making for good viewing because I don't recognize <laughs> many of these players at all. And we're just looking through the prize pools without any just basically, yeah. yeah. So the next 10 minutes, um, Josh and I are going to sit and build our lineups in silence. Uh, occasionally you're going to hear, oh, yeah, that guy's got a decent fixture. Oh, yeah, I might, I might put him in. Um, yeah, it makes for, makes for different viewing, really, doesn't it? Um, right, that's yeah. it. I'm going to start looking at that now. Yeah, but I th- uh, so I feel like the prize pools are. I feel like they've done the prize pools quite well. Is yeah. what I'm saying. Like, yeah, if you've got your absolute smasher cards, you still play them in your regionals and your all star, and then your ones like your second rate cards. I think you're best playing in your your cap divisions, basically, which I think is how it should be. And if you've only like if you don't have absolute smashers, this gives you an avenue to play against other players that also don't have absolute smashers. If that's yeah, sort of, if that absolutely, and I think it just against you know the absolute yeah. bully boys. Yeah, it gives. I think it gives a lot more options for galleries of all sizes. Yeah, to to find a level that they can compete on, which I think is is really really great, and. Yeah, I just I I think as what like I know we sort of mentioned it briefly earlier, but I think it it changes the selection dynamic, and I think that that's a lot of fun. I think it's you know it's going to you know there's going to be a huge element of skill in this in finding the players within your gallery or maybe players that you need to go out and buy to fill a spot that that have good fixtures. No longer is it simply a case of I'm just going to buy a Celtic stack and you know clean up. Um, you know, don't get me wrong, you can still do very well with the Celtic stack. It's not like what I like about this is they've not removed utility from one type of card to give it to another, is that yeah. they've introduced new game modes that give, in my opinion, all cards utility. Um, what I am sort of fascinated about is as someone that owns a bunch of bang average super rares, <laughs> what what impact does this have on the sort of perceived multiple? On super rares, and do you know? Sort of, do we see more liquidity in that market? Do we see a a sort of shifting of the ratios of value from one scarcity to another? Because I know, sort of, typically three to five times the rare was always banded around for super rare. Um, but you know, you occasionally see cards lower than that, particularly goalkeepers, for example. Goalkeepers. You know, goalkeepers sometimes it'd be like one point two x. The rare because there was very few places very you'd actually want to play them whereas now I, I you know i feel like there's there's definitely a lot more utility for super rare goalkeepers there's a lot more utility for average super rares like historically a big part of the you know not wanting to play division two was there were so few top tier rewards 
Yeah. And the lower tier rewards, you you were never going to put like they were not very useful in D two. They were not very useful in D three, and you you know you certainly weren't going to plug them into All Star Unique, for example. Um, whereas now I feel like there's utility through that range of super rares. So then it it give it makes the division twos or the you know super rare division it makes that more desirable because suddenly what you're winning might have some liquidity to it. Um, yeah, absolutely. Which I think Actually just all comes helps. as part of this sort of package around the gameplay changes is, you know, there will be weeks like before this change, despite the fact I could line up a super rare team, I had zero intention of lining up super rare teams. Now they've made this change. There could be weeks, for example, where, you know, it might be an Argentina heavy week that I actually have a, a pretty solid super rare side. Um, you know, so I might actually want to roll that out. And I think this just makes it really exciting because it's not just like putting the same teams out every single week and hoping they do well. There's, there's, there's a lot more thought around it. But I get, you know, that luxury comes with gallery depth. So, you know, not everyone will have that same luxury, but... I do think that it does, you know, this does incentivize gallery depth. It does incentivize, you know, secondary market behavior to sort of maybe buy a player to fill a spot week in, week out. Um, yep. And I'm, yeah, I'm really, really fascinated the sort of impact on the market of the launch of the Prem and and this as well. Yeah, absolutely. I, yeah, I, I, I'm really excited for these new gameplay changes, actually. I think, um, I think it's been especially like helpful towards a gallery like mine that's always sort of had excess super airs which have just basically done nothing um mm. but yeah i just need some more goalkeepers i've just realized next weekend i don't have scottish premier league playing so i lose my joe hearts so i'm down on goalkeepers even more next weekend so might need to do something to try and get around that but we'll see well hopefully this t1 t- you know these these yeah. cards you got in today hopefully you know we'll be winning yeah. goalkeepers today josh yeah, that. <laughs> love with the goalkeeper. Love with the yeah, goalkeeper. absolutely. Um, and without further ado, I think it, it might be time to draw this to an end because the excitement of going and building my lineups is is really uh, really starting to take over. That was good. Uh, awesome. Thank you so much. It's been a pleasure. Thanks, mate. See you later. Bye. <clears throat>